I'm Yesenia. My favorite things include Outlander and walking while listening to a good podcast. I'm a writer and author of several published books, a single mom of two incredibly smart and funny girls, and I'm also a certified life coach. If you want to know how to reach your biggest goals, handle anything life throws your way, and become the person you're meant to be, then you're in the right place. I'll give you a hint. It all starts with your brain. Let's go. Hey guys, welcome back to the podcast. This is episode number 20. Can you believe it? So I was telling you guys recently that I launched a new book. The paperback finally came in the mail. It's always like such a great moment to finally like hold another book in my hand, add it to my shelf and just realize like, yeah, I wrote another book and it's out there. Um, I don't know. It almost doesn't feel real just because that book was such a struggle and then I missed my initial deadline and then uh, met the second deadline, like just in the nick of time, the paperback kind of came out a little bit after the ebook and I finally got it in the mail. So right now it's actually propped up on my desk in front of me because I've just started the next book in the series and my brain is a little bit like, we've got to do this again. Um, and so, yeah, it's propped up there to remind me that I can do this again, that I can start from zero and create something out of nothing and end up with an entire book written. Um, so there you go. And then I, ha- I can't remember if I said it on here, but um, I know I've talked about like my weight loss journey and everything. Um, and so that's been one of my biggest goals the past couple of years um, was just getting to my goal weight. Um, and then another big goal that I've had is like around my business and hitting six figures um, and doing that for the first time. And last year I made about 70K. Um, and that's as close as I've ever gotten to making a six figures in any kind of job or career. And it's super exciting. And I've told you guys too about like the personal stuff that I went to, how I didn't write for a while. And like, I'm just now kind of getting back into the hang of things, getting back into a writing groove, publishing consistently again, writing again, all of that good stuff. Um, and how now I'm a coach as well. I've been getting certified, Um, the last six months and I'm officially certified and that's like another business that I'm starting that I'm super excited about. It's like a whole new just passion that I've stumbled upon that has changed my life Um, and I can't wait to just create transformation for others just as coaching has done for me. Um, But I've been I've been working on these two goals really like all year like getting going as a coach, um, getting my writing back in gear and losing weight. Um, and so it was starting to feel like a lot, you know, and I was like, you know, I'm the kind of person that in the past, what's really worked well for me is just focusing on one big goal. Even when I have like different writing projects and things like that, I do well when I just have one project at a time that I just go all in on and then I finish. Um, I used to edit books actually a while back and whenever a book got sent to me to edit I would just pause the writing, go really hard on editing the book and then like turn it back into the client Um, because I just tend to not do well when I'm like splitting my attention like that Um, and so it just felt like I was trying to do a lot like I had too much on my plate Um, and so I was like you know what 
I've been working on my weight loss. I've lost about 20 pounds so far. I would like to lose like another 10 or 12, but I think for now I am going to put a pause on that and take a step back from that and no longer like actively try to lose weight, maybe just maintain for a while and just focus on my business goals. Because even just focusing on my business, like I'm really, it's really like two big goals around my business, right? My coaching and my writing and publishing. Um, And so I like that decision. I like the reason. Um, But yeah, the whole past month, I put on about five pounds. um, And just because when I'm no longer planning out my food and doing that work around weight loss and intermittent fasting and cutting out sugar and flour for the most part, I have PCOS. So it makes a big difference for me when I cut out sugar and flour, not just in weight loss, but in like how I feel physically. So I just slowly started going back to just not intermittent fasting anymore, um, adding more sugar and flour, not really just monitoring what I was eating, just kind of eating whatever, um, kind of at whatever time. And surprise, surprise, I put on about five pounds in a month. And more importantly, I started like really not feeling well. Um, I've never cut out sugar and flour completely, but I did cut out like, I would say like 80% of it. Um, and it made a big difference in how I felt and with my with my health and everything. Uh, Like I said, I have PCOS. So if you're familiar with that, um, you're probably familiar with like the symptoms and everything. Um, And yeah, it made a big difference with that. Um, But just a month of like kind of going back to eating more, I guess like a normal person would just at whatever hour, just whatever, eating a little bit more too. Um, I put on about five pounds and I was not feeling well. I started to get acne again. I, I started to not feel well physically, emotionally, and mentally. And I realized it had been a long time since I'd felt like that. Um, I'd been working on losing weight for about 18 months. And it had been like I, I've never eaten perfectly or done my weight loss perfectly. But I had definitely taken lots of incremental steps and had not eaten like that in a while I guess and uh yeah my body did not like it so ironically enough I took a step back from weight loss to really focus 100% on my business goals and I ended up like not feeling well to where like it made me way less productive than usual like I wasn't feeling like myself I was like I felt just off and I was like wow so we definitely need to go back to weight loss and just um watching what I eat intermittent fasting like staying away from sugar and flour for the most part um and so I just wanted to give you guys that update um because that was like an important lesson like self-care really is number one it really is key and if I don't take care of myself I pay for it and other areas of my life that are are also important to me, you know, where I want to make progress. Um, So I'm going to get back to that. And I have some fun stuff coming your way regarding weight loss, if that's a topic that you're interested in. um, And you want to learn how to lose weight without doing any kind of like extreme restricted diet or exercise. um, Keep an eye out for that because I am going to be sharing a lot more about how I lost 20 pounds 
in a super easy, sustainable, doable way where I have not gained it back. I had not gained it back the whole time that I was working on losing weight, that 18 months, whereas before I would lose weight in a few months and then gain it back and then some. And this time I gained it back only because I stopped like doing those kind of doable um, new habits. Um, and I just kind of took a step back completely from it. Like I just stopped doing it. I went back to old habits and I was like, wow. So yeah, just follow me on Instagram. If you're not already, my handle is at this is writer mom. And I'm going to be sharing more about that soon. So yeah, that was last week where I was like not feeling well. I was not feeling like myself. I was just like, my hormones were all over the place. You guys, it was not even funny. (laughs) And I was not feeling well physically either. Um, But yeah, I've been doing a lot better this week. It's been about, I would say like a week now of just, again, not eating perfectly, but eating a lot better, going back to intermittent fasting for the most part, drinking a lot of water. I stopped drinking coffee because I was researching that coffee is one of the worst foods for PCOS because of, you know, how acidic it is and all of that. Um, And so I stopped drinking coffee. I switched to green tea, which I'm really liking, but I I do miss coffee a little bit. I'm not going to lie, but I've been feeling better overall and just kind of feeling back to myself, back to being productive and everything. So, um, and then, so that was like one reason that I was kind of struggling in the last week or two is just like the whole eating diet, like, you know, self-care and then my hormones kind of getting thrown off. Um, and then along with that, like at the same time, um, because I promise, I promise this is about today's episode. There's a reason I'm telling you all of this because we're talking about like when you're stressed out. So I had all of that going on, right? Like not working, not being able to work at the same level, not feeling like myself, Uh, sleeping extra because I was just so tired and fatigued and not feeling well physically or emotionally. And then on top of that, I had some circumstances happen, some things happen in my personal life that just made me like, I was just like, I I can't do this. I had like a really rough few days there um, where again, kind of like all of this happened. So what happened was that my car broke down and you guys know if you've had your car break down and you don't have transportation for a few days and you're needing to take kids to school and pick them up and pick up groceries and it's looking like maybe the car died and it's like maybe you're going to need a new one. But oh, yeah, I do not have money at hand at the moment to buy a new car like it was in the plan, but not right now. And it's just like on top of that, like not feeling well mentally and emotionally like that was just not fun and it just everything just seemed to like weigh down on me um and I just was not I was stressed out for a few days like let me put it that way I was just like not feeling well and then on top of that kind of struggling personally and with the car situation and it was just not fun and I was like pretty stressed out for a few days and just kind of feeling bummed out honestly just overall and so this is this is what I want to talk about this week. It's like when things like this happen um, and and what what you can do and what can help um, that doesn't involve trying to feel better by just numbing out like we talked about last week or um, just kind of being in denial um, by like actually like what can actually help. So the first thing I want to offer for when 
you know, you're in a situation that's stressful or upsetting um, is this. A situation cannot upset us. It cannot stress us out. There's actually a step in between, if that makes sense. So there's like the situation or the circumstance, um, like just like what happened, what someone did or said. And then we think that we feel a certain way because of that situation or circumstance. For example, I thought I was stressed out a few days ago because my car broke down, right? And because I wasn't feeling well. But how it actually works and how to get all of your power back is like this. There is a circumstance. There is a situation. There is what actually happened, right? For me, it was my car breaking down. And I could even be more specific and say like what the car did, the car, what, you know, smoked and died and whatever, right? So the car was not working. And then there's what we make that situation mean. We have a thought about it. For me, it was this. So there was a situation, the car broke down, and then I made it mean that I don't have the money to buy a new car. Or I don't know how I'm going to figure this out. Or, you know, just like everything sucks, right? Have you ever been in that kind of situation where something happens and it feels like the straw that broke the camel's back and you're just like, F this, F all of you. Like everything is just going wrong and I'm screwed, right? I was kind of feeling like that. And that's why I was feeling stressed out and upset because I kept thinking things like that. Like, I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm always struggling. This is the toughest month I've had yet. I kept thinking things like that. So no wonder I would I was like driving and in tears <laughs> because my brain kept going to those thoughts. It kept thinking those things, right? And when I think like that and feel that way, I don't get great results. I just end up kind of paralyzed. I don't take any action. I kind of just sit there and and just think about how everything is going wrong and how everything is just, it just sucks. And then I try to feel better by eating or having a drink or just laying there in bed and not doing anything, right? I'm not actually fixing anything. That's the thing. When we feel stressed out or upset, a lot of times you either take it out on someone or you end up paralyzed in fear and you just don't end up actually doing anything to help the situation. So remember, there's always a situation, there's a circumstance, there's whatever happened, and then there's what we make it mean. And what we make it mean is up to us 100% of the time. You get to decide what you're going to make it mean. Sometimes all you need to do is make a little shift. Like instead of thinking, I don't know how I'm going to figure this out, can become, I don't know how I'm going to figure this out, but I know I will. Or I always figure things out one way or another. I know I've had that thought at times when I am like looking at my bills and comparing it to the amount of money coming in and I'm like, that doesn't quite match up, but you know what? I always figure out a way to pay my bills. You might still feel stressed out because your brain oftentimes can't just switch from one thought 
from one thought to another. It's more of a gradient, like you kind of like, like, you know, whenever you uh, drive stick shift and you kind of like press one pedal as you slowly lift your foot from the other pedal. Um, it's kind of like you're kind of slowly lowering the belief in this thought, the, you know, I can't figure this out, everything sucks, and you're slowly raising your belief in the other one, which is somehow I will figure this out or I'll figure it out one way or another. And once you start to think those things, like I'll figure it out one way or another, you start to feel determined, you start to feel courageous, you start to feel curious and and brainstorm ideas for how you are going to find the money to buy a new car or fix this car or pay your bills or whatever it is. Instead of just kind of being stressed out and upset and worried and scared in like not solving any kind of problem. The other thing I wanted to talk about on today's podcast was just like offering some thoughts that can help you shift and thoughts give you thoughts that can prove helpful and actually useful um, during a stressful situation or I should say like a situation where you're thinking stressful thoughts because there's no stressful situation. Let me just say that. There are no stressful situations. There are just situations where you decide to think stressful or worrisome thoughts. So here are some thoughts during situations like this where you might automatically start thinking stressful or worrisome thoughts where you can maybe start to think something else or consider another perspective, consider consider making it mean something else or seeing things a different way where it helps you solve the problem. So here we go. Number one, I always figure it out. This one has come in really handy for me like when I'm struggling with bills or money or like even like, okay, how am I going to pick up the kids on time today when I also have to be over here, right? That one's really good. I always figure it out. I always figure it out one way or another. Um, You can even just attach that to like the old thought. Like if you're thinking, I don't know how I'm going to figure this out, but I know I will. Another really good one is, I have everything I need in this moment. I love that one because even though, even if I'm worried about like, let's say there's a bill due next week um, and I'm not sure how I'm going to pay it um, and I'm a little bit worried about that, I always go back to like, okay, yeah, there's that bill I need to pay next week, but right now, I have everything I need in this moment. My kids are fed. I am fed. They are safe and warm and sleeping in their bed. We have a roof over our heads. We have a car that works. They have a school that they go to. Like they are safe. They are are cared for. Um, We have food in the house. Like right now, I have everything I need in this moment. Um, And I, I love this thought because like, it's just, it kind of just brings you back to right now and, and just the fact that you do have everything you need right now. Um, even though we're worried about this, worried about that, like, like it kind of takes you back to like, okay, I actually have my basic needs met. A coach that shared this thought with me on her podcast, um, this, like, it came in really helpful for her when, like, she had a negative bank account balance. 
And if she had gone negative like $200 or something. And that can be really stressful, right? Because you start thinking like, holy crap, like I have negative $200 in the bank. And what if I need to buy something or what if something happens or blah, blah, blah. Or how am I going to even come up with that money, right? And then there's the overdraft fees and everything. But she would just say like, right now, like I have everything I need in this moment. Like, you know, she had shelter, she had safety, she had food, like her bills were paid. Another really good one is like whenever you start to feel super stressed, super upset, super worried, and you just feel it, like you feel like, or you have anxiety, that's another big one. Like if you feel it so much that like you feel like you're you're gonna freak out, you're gonna like, it, like it almost feels like it's too much and you can't even think straight and you don't even know what to do next except just like lay there and just you know like it feels like it's overtaking you a really good thought for that is an emotion is happening in my body right now that's all that's all that's happening is an emotion is happening in my body so it's not that anything is making you feel terrible. It's just that your body, your brain and body are responding, right? You had, you just have an emotion happening in your body. If you're feeling worried and you just feel terrible physically, it's like, okay, worry is flooding through my body right now. That's all. And sometimes that can feel so terrible because like your brain can't distinguish between like, okay, I'm worried about this bill that needs to be paid and I'm worried about like, being in mortal danger, right? And so sometimes we just get so flooded with these like terrifying emotions. But just remember, an emotion is happening in your body. That's all. And just feel it. Just feel it. Sit there. Let it flow through and flow back out. Another really good one for when there's like a tough situation is this too will pass, right? It's not going to last forever. Things will get better. Here's one that I think sometimes when life feels kind of crappy. Life is supposed to be hard sometimes. Nothing has gone wrong here. Life is not supposed to be rainbows and daisies all the time. I've talked about I've talked about this before. Life is supposed to be 50-50. It's 50% good, 50% bad. That's just the nature of it, right? There's a spectrum. A spectrum of things that we get to experience. That's just part of being human. So life is supposed to be hard sometimes. It's not supposed to be fun and easy all of the time. Sometimes sometimes things happen. Sometimes we feel terrible. Sometimes we feel upset or sad. Another good one that I've heard um, and that has helped me like around like my ex-husband or like just if you kind of feel negative emotions towards someone. I like this one for that. It's no one is all good or all bad, right? And that's true about us. That's true about everyone else. No one is all good or all bad. And sometimes a thought like that can kind of just bring you back and center you a little bit, um, which is why I like what I like about that thought. Another good one is like for when you're feeling kind of not good about yourself, maybe you did something or said something and you're kind of beating yourself up for it. A really good thought for that is my worst moment doesn't define me. 
or my worst moments don't define me. If there's something in your past or recently that you like, maybe you regret it, maybe you feel terrible about it, maybe you were embarrassed or humiliated, or you like really messed up, remember, your worst moment doesn't define you. I just, I love that one. I love it. So the brain is really good at offering up all kinds of worrisome and stressful thoughts during these kinds of situations where like, let's say again, maybe someone that you love is sick. Maybe your car broke down. Maybe you or someone you love lost their job, whatever, anything like that. When things like that happen, your brain is very good at offering up all kinds of worrisome or stressful thoughts in order to try and protect you, in order to point out danger, keep you safe, keep you alive. A long time ago, when so much of our existence was focused on just surviving, that came in really handy. We needed that to survive. It was very helpful. Nowadays, we are pretty safe most of the time. And so thoughts like this aren't always that helpful. So just know that that's what's going on when your brain offers up these thoughts, all of that worry, all of that stress. It's just doing its job. It's just trying to protect you. It's just trying to point out danger. And it's okay. They're going to come up and it's okay. Just realize that that's what's going on. Your body, your, your brain is just offering up thoughts to try to protect you. When those thoughts come up, don't try to like shove them away. Process them. Allow them. Breathe through those thoughts. Realize what's going on and then allow your brain to remember that these thoughts are optional. They're not true. They are optional. It's okay to have them, but you are free to think thoughts that do serve you that do help you show up the way you want to, that help you not feel terrified and worried and stressed out, but maybe help you feel hopeful or courageous or determined or curious, right? And so that's what I wanted to talk about today. When things, when there are stressful situations, when you're worried or upset or stressed out, just know that the situation itself is not causing you those emotion, those emotions. Don't forget that that there's a step in between. There's a situation, then you make it mean something, and then you have an emotion. We don't have control over the circumstance, but we do have control over what you make it mean and the emotions, and then how you show up. That determines how you show up. If you're enjoying the podcast, make sure you're following me on Instagram. My handle is at thisiswritermom. And if you're struggling with something or you simply want to level up your life and would love some one-on-one help, please reach out and let me know if I can be of service. I'd be happy to chat with you on a free coaching mini session. Have a great week. If you enjoyed this episode of Made For This, then make sure you follow me over on Instagram. My handle is at thisiswritermom. I'd love to connect with you. And if you want to find out more about creating the results you want and becoming who you're meant to be, then go to bit.ly slash free coaching MS to schedule your free coaching mini session. That's bit.ly slash free coaching MS. 
No more settling for your current results. Let's create the life you really want. I'll see you there.